everybody, this is Justin Michael Williams with Motivation for Black People, giving you trusted guidance to make your life better. And this episode, you see the title, is called Rebellious Authenticity, Creating the New Normal. And The Woke Lab continues. This is our final episode of this series of The Woke Lab, and we welcome the one and only Sheila Marie back to the Motivation for Black People podcast and her first time on the Woke Lab. And what we did in this episode is we brought people together from all over the world in a live studio Zoom audience where everyone got to interact and break out into breakout groups and really try to understand what it takes to be authentic with Sheila leading the way. And this conversation about creating the new normal is more important now than ever. You know, like the story from the Bible of Noah's Ark, we ask ourselves, what are you keeping in this new dawn of your life and what's getting left behind in this great flood that has changed us forever? Sheila helps us make choices that are aligned with our real truth. And I cannot wait for you to listen in on this episode. If you want to watch the video version of this conversation and any of the other episodes that we put out for our special Woke Lab series that was all on video, all on Zoom. It was so incredible. If you want to watch any of these on video, just go to justinmichaelwilliams.com slash thewokelab. That's justinmichaelwilliams.com slash thewokelab and enjoy. So without further ado, here's Sheila Marie on rebellious authenticity, creating the new normal. Enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our third official session of the Woke Lab Live. And we are here for a very special session today called Rebellious Authenticity, Creating Your New Normal with the one and only Sheila Marie. Now, I have to tell you guys, okay, I love everyone who comes on all of my guests, I love and I only pick people who I really believe in and appreciate. But I can say this and I'll say it to anybody. Sheila is my absolute favorite person to collaborate with. She is my favorite, bar none, hands down. And so it is just, she brings so much authenticity and so much joy and so much fun. And, you know, I remember, Sheila, when I first met you, thinking how beautifully you merge these worlds that sometimes seem separate, like this world of spirituality and personal growth and meditation and mindfulness and deep practice and commitment to change, but also to like turn up. And like when I went on your birthday thing, you guys were having like a twerk challenge and then followed by a meditation. And I was just like, only Sheila can merge these two places. And this is what I love so much. And we have a lot more collaborations coming for you guys later in the year. One maybe even in person if COVID allows, but we'll announce that when the time is right. So where I want to begin today, for those of you who I am meeting for the very first time before we begin, because I take for granted how many of you are brand new to this community with me, is my name is Justin Michael Williams, and I'm an author, a speaker, and a top 20 recording artist. And my big mission is I work at the intersection of music and mindfulness and social justice for the mission of really the advancement of all of us. Because the liberation of one of our groups, of one of us, is essential to the liberation of all of us. And so we have to come together. And you being here today 
is absolutely revolutionary. And I say this all the time and I'll say it again and again because it continues to be. With all the disintegration that's happening in the world, with all the separation and the violence and all the things that we're seeing, the fact that we have this rainbow of people here, these different identities and genders and ages and coming in from all over the world and we are here together in joy and in love and to show up for each other and to be here for each other, that is the world that I want to see. And that is the world that I know you want to see. So I honor you and I thank you for being here. It is a privilege that I do not take for granted. And every single time I show up, my intention is to show up to bring us together. So I thank you. And as we bring in Sheila Marie, who I'm gonna unmute right now, you're Sheila. So good at what you do, Justin. I'm just speaking from my heart. That's all I have to do. Really? My heart just bursts open for these people. They burst open for you all. And I saw my mom just joined in. And so what I want to do Hi, before mom. we begin. Yeah, Sheila, you see my mama? That's Bar Barbara's my mom. And so oh. one of the things I'd love to do before we begin is I would love for everybody to take a moment, hands over the heart, one hand over the other. Okay. If you're willing to close your eyes, close them for a moment. And from all the places we're tuning in from, from all over the world today, go ahead and take a deep breath in, uniting our breaths and hold the breath at the top for a moment. And then open the mouth with a sigh, let out any stress. <sighs> Don't be afraid to let that shit go for real. We're gonna do it two more times. Deep, full breath in taking in all the life force, all the energy of all of us coming together, hold it and sigh it out. <sighs> Letting any stress, anything you've taken in that's not yours go. And one more time, deep inhale all the way up to your throat, hold it. See if you can let the breath fill up all the way up to your jawline. So take in some more air if you can. And everything about racism and police violence and all the junk that's been happening in our world, let it go with a sigh. Ah, release. As we welcome ourselves to being the solution, to embodying the solution, to getting out of the energy of the problem and learning how can we serve with our rebellious and authentic hearts. So when you're ready, I invite you to open your eyes. And I'd love for everybody to type into the chat box where you're from, just where you're, where you're tuning in from so we can see where you guys are coming in all over the world. Sheila, I think you're gonna love this. It's one of my favorite parts. It's just so amazing to see where everybody is coming from. We have Cleveland, Florida, St. Louis, San Francisco, here they come, Mississippi, Miami, Berkeley, Philly, Virginia. I'm trying to keep up. Hey, Gainesville. Gainesville, Texas, San Diego back in the building, Ra. I, I see you feeling the emotions today, Ra. Thank you for allowing that to flow. Ra came Florida, North Carolina, Barbados. We are here, you guys. We're coming together from all over the world. Knowles, North Carolina, Canada. So this is beautiful. And now that I've connected us in this way with our breath, I want to introduce you properly to Sheila. Sheila Marie is a thought leader and a wisdom seeker who uses her heart and her authenticity to help open and awaken the hearts of people all over the world. She has a community that she has built called Curvy Curly Conscious. 
a community of Black women all over the world, or women of color, who have come together to celebrate their bodies and celebrate their lives, and to know that they are not a target, but that they are an expression of joy and a full expression of all that the universe has to offer. And today, we're going to talk about something really important. First of all, rebellious authenticity, which I love this idea because in this world today, it is so rebellious for us to be our authentic selves and how we can use that authenticity to step into the new normal, which is different for each and every one of us. And please remember, if you're new to this community today, to our live sessions, what we do here is when you see something or you hear something that you're like, yeah, girl, like if you were in church, you'd be like, yeah, man. Or if you were like, want to clap, what we do here is we rub our hands together like this. Okay. So when you, when we can see you. So when you rub your hands, if anybody says anything, one of the guests, one of you guys, Sheila, and you love it, just start doing this. And we all will take that as the, the group ashe. All right. So Sheila, I want to ask you, and first of all, thank you for taking the time out of your day to come see us today. And I want to ask you, rebellious authenticity. Yeah. What does that mean to you? At first, I just want to say that it, it almost made me emotional seeing everybody on here, just all of the various different skin tones and genders and everything. It's just so refreshing to me just to see us coming together like this, because this is the answer. And all of us in here who are on this wavelength, we are the future and we're going to create and go forward and create this quantum reality, honey. So yes, rebellious authenticity. So I'm an Aries. I don't know if there's any other Aries in here. Any other fire signs? Aries rising. We don't, <laughs> we don't like being told what to do. Okay. We don't like being told what to do. We don't like being feeling like other people are putting things on us. So I'm very rebellious naturally. I feel like I just grew up in a crazy way. I was the only person of color in my house. I was the only black person in my house, let me say that. So I always felt like I was in things and out of things and not belonging. So I, on the low end, there's like a low end and a high end to me in terms of energy of rebelliousness. So for many years, I spent myself on the low end of just, I'm not doing that just because that's structure. Mm, that's, oh, patriarchy. And that's, I'm not, not even thinking about there are maybe parts of systems that we can engage with that we can use for our best benefit. And then maybe there are parts of systems that don't serve us. I wasn't thinking that. All I was thinking is I'm going to rebel against anything that tells me what to do just because I can. That's not really authentic. You know, that is really coming from a place of pain and trauma. That's not wanting to be controlled. That's fear, right? That's all fear-based. And so to me, I think now more than ever is a great opportunity to examine who you are, how you are, and why you are. So rebellious authenticity to me is being rebellious against anything that doesn't serve your highest good and moving forward towards everything that authentically allows you to express who you are. That's I me. love this. I love this, Sheila. And I love the distinction here of what so many of us do is we reflect ourselves off of the systems and expectations and standards of other people, right? And other systems outside of ourselves to either try to run away from them, mm -hmm. get away from them, be against them, or, or the opposite, be a part of them, even though it's not really authentic to who we really are. Sure. And so what you're saying is we have to 
disconnect from those systems to find our true self. So how do we do that? Where do we turn? The answer is always inside. You know, I knew you were I'm always going to say the only way out is in. <laughs> and so yeah. for me, it was really, I feel that as I started to grow older and travel and I really went through almost like we go through schooling, you know, traditionally, I mean, not everybody is probably went to school in the United States, but most places have a similar type of schooling you go through, but not, nothing teaches you about yourself. You didn't get to choose anything. You didn't choose your name. You didn't choose, well, you might have choose your parents on another level. But, you know, thinking on one third dimensional level, you're here. You didn't choose where you live. You don't choose anything. You just go through life. And if you're not careful, you never examine it. And you look up and you realize, I just got married because I thought that's the thing I should do. Um, oh, I just am you know, following this particular religion because my mom did, because my grandmother did. And I was listening to a story the other day and uh, he was saying that he was watching his wife and she was making some type of roast and she cut like uh, a little bit, like an inch off each side before she put it in the oven. And he said, why'd you do that? She said, well, that's just how we do it. My mom does it like that. And then they were having dinner at the mother's house and she did the same thing. And he said, why do you do that? He's like, well, she said, well, that's how we do it. My, my uh, mother does it like that. And they went to the grandmother's house for dinner and she didn't cut the, cut the two sides off. He said, <laughs> why didn't cut the sides off? He's like, oh, well, that's when I didn't have big enough pants. We have different pants now. You don't need to do it anymore. So if you're not careful, you can find yourself rolling into like, you know, in a tumbleweed into a life that, that really doesn't serve who you are. And really, it takes a lot of courage to do that. And it's scary sometimes because we love the people around us. Our families are systems and they're designed to work as such. And so if you start to examine things and you realize, oh, no, I might want to tweak this thing or tweak that thing and it goes against the system, it can be tough. I'm not going to say that's easy, but it's a part of your spirits. Like to me, it's my greatest mission here. My mission, like the reason I have this body I'm not, you know, I don't think I'm the body. I'm in this body existing. And the reason why I'm here is to really live out the highest possibility for my soul. I don't do anyone a favor. If I dim my light, it doesn't really make, you know, when someone walks into a room and they're like fully showing up as who they are, like, doesn't it go like, ooh, who's that? I like that. And it doesn't do anyone a favor. It doesn't do your family a favor as much as you love them or the people around you. It doesn't do anyone a favor for you to dim your light or to divorce yourself from your highest good because you don't want to ruffle any feathers. So to speak. Amen. Amen. And I love that. Lonnie just said it's exciting and inspiring to see. It absolutely is, Sheila, and inspires all of us. And I want to, and I see everybody also, some people throwing their astrology signs in the chat box. Feel free to do that too if you want. Oh, of course. Pisces, sun, Taurus, moon, Aries, rising. That's me, just so you can, anybody needs to know. So, (laughs) yes, I know, right? So, but you know what? I want to really speak to one thing that you said, Sheila, that really hits home to me. You know, me being somebody who grew up in a home with gunshot holes literally on the outside of our house and, you know, domestic violence in the home and alcoholism in the home and a lot of love from my family, so much love. And my mom's here today, so you know how close we are. But, you know, a lot of trauma. And Mm -hmm. for those of us who grow up with any level of trauma and in any of these circumstances, it's really important that we do this examination that you're talking about. Because a lot of the things that we do 
because our parents did it, because so-and-so did it, because this did it, is the same toxic patterns and cycles that get passed down from generation to generation to generation and generation. And it's just happening because you're in the system without examining it. And so I think this is why this work, you know, Layla Saad, who's going to be on with us tomorrow morning, one of the things that she says is that one of the most important things that we can do on this planet right now is to be a good ancestor. And I believe being our highest self and, and looking at these patterns and going with that quote that we, I think many of us have seen, what doesn't heal repeats. If it doesn't heal, it just repeats. And so we keep passing stuff down. And if we're really being good ancestors, we have to learn how to examine this shit and let go of the things that aren't aligned with our If we work towards that type of healing now, I believe that not only does it undo those cycles in the future, but you also can belatedly or, you know- You're healing the past. In a time, yeah. You pass it down in, in all directions. Amen. You know, and, and I, I feel like, <clears throat> especially why I speak so directly to black women a lot of the times, because um, I, I realize so directly how historically and socially and economically and in many, many other ways, black women, but this actually, a lot of people relate to this, but this is just who I speak to, haven't had the space and time to think about healing in a direct way therapy, you know, these things. Oh, that's not, I thought therapy is only for crazy people. I'm not going to therapy or, you know, it's all of these barriers. And so now that so many of us have access, we still have ways to go, but we have more access to information than ever in in the history of being a human. Like this is, the internet is unprecedented. So the fact that we have all of this access to all of these books these talks, Instagram, YouTube, and all of this, I not only feel like we have a duty, like a right, but it's a duty to heal. It's really yes. our duty. Like yes. it is our, that is how we be a good ancestor, so to speak. And also now more than ever, we can see that the planet is calling for it. We need to be good, you know, good is very subjective, but right? Happy and healthy people don't go around damaging everything, you know, in sight. Like that's, typically not a symptom of someone who's really living in, you know, an authentic way. And especially now that a lot of us are seeing the systems around us seemingly crumble or they're being dismantled in a way or all of the illusions we had about safety and all of the illusions we had about the ways in which we were living are crumbling around us. It's very scary for a lot of people, but it's also a gift in a way if you choose. And I'm not gonna say it's easy. I mean, some days I wake up and I'm like, what's going on? But if, yeah, I know, right? I feel you, it's just, sometimes it feels like I'm in a fun house. I don't not so fun, but like, but at the same time, it's an opportunity for us to create. Like now we, we already, we were never safe in the way that we thought we were, right? We were never, yeah. things were never really there. It was all of these illusions. So now that they're crumbling, what do you want to create? Hello, this is it. That's you why know. I'm interested in quantum meditation and things like that. What do, we, what do we want? I don't want to continue to create the past. I think we deserve better as a species. To me, I do. Yeah. 
I agree. I agree with you on every level, sister. And, you know, one of the things I feel like this whole thing, if we just go and just continue doing like this the whole time, because just like every sentence, right? So the so affirming. I love that you get it's a visual thing. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, you agree. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I love it. It's such an offering up to the group and it gives other people permission to to name what they're connecting to as well. And you know, Sheila, this is a, a perfect moment and it reminds me of, you know, something that I shared as it relates to this topic of creating the new normal in a newsletter that I sent out last month that got a lot of reaction. Yes. Um, and I know that you'll, I know you know which one I'm talking about. So I talked about the story of Noah's Ark from the Bible, which regardless of what religion or spiritual practice you have, I'm pretty sure everyone has some familiarity around the Noah's Ark story. And one of the things that I shared is like, I, I was inspired to talk about that because so many people were saying, and this was in late March, you know, people were like, well, I just can't wait till things get back to normal. When things finally get back to normal, or I'm just going to da-da-da until things get back to normal. And I was like, hmm? Like, I just was like, this is not, this doesn't feel right to me. Everything, when I say those, hear those words in my spirit, something feels disconnected. And I said, look, this story from the Bible, we can learn so much from. Right now, we are experiencing that flood. Right now, we're experiencing that flood. And we get an opportunity right now to either pretend the flood's not happening and try to cling on to this old semblance of what our life used to be, or we get on our ark and we choose what stays and what get, gets left behind. Absolutely. And when people say, I want to go back to what I had before, no, we don't. Our, this shit wasn't working. Our school system wasn't working. Our justice system wasn't working. Our financial system isn't working. Racism isn't working. Nothing is working. Wait, wait, what are you rushing? What do you want to go back to? Yeah, it's like, we don't want to go back to that. Again, that's really just a consequence of if you're so programmed in your certain reality that it's not really, it's not an authentic choice. It's not like, oh, I would like to return to work because this is in my highest good. It's a knee jerk reaction to, I do not know, I can't sit, I can't sit with myself. I might have to spend time, like, what if, who am I if I'm not a worker? Who am I if yeah. I'm not in this? Who am I? Having to sit with ourselves in a totally new way is so uncomfortable for a mm -hmm. lot of people. And, mm -hmm. um, I, I want to say I saw in the chat someone said what about world peace and I actually was talking about this today um, on my Instagram is that you know I don't know how to think about the world because I can't control what the world is going to do like it can feel very overwhelming if I sit and think well, well, well what about um, and then there's we have compassion fatigue there's so many things to think about now there's so many issues to care about we're worried about everything from the materials and the source and who made the clothes on our back into the the food and where yeah. was it sourced and the, the workers who made the food and the animal and all like there's a variety of things right so I can't even conceptualize world peace to me when I think of world peace I think of we have to start and it sounds so mundane, but it's literally you have to be the change you want to see. I was on a live today and I was talking primarily to there was a lot of African American. Um, my community is mostly African American and they're angry. We're angry. I'm sick of seeing this stuff. I want to go F the police and this and that. And I said, listen, I totally understand. I think that everybody should process whatever feelings that they're having. However, we have to really be honest with ourselves. 
and this is speaking to everybody, if we do not want a society that engages in brutality on an individual level, we cannot engage in brutality. Do we engage in brutality? Do, and I am speaking to myself because some of the things I'm about to name, I do. So I'm guilty of these things. If you eat animals, you are engaging in brutality. We know that the, the young, the chicken are ripped from their mothers and all type of terrible, torturous things and we eat, literally eat it. So what about like, you know, do you wear leather? Like where, did, where, where does the stuff come from that you're, how, you, all, all of these variety of questions. What are you listening to? What are you watching? Like, are we, how do you, how do you, are you brutal to yourself in any way? Are you brutal to the people around you? Are you ingesting pain and fear and anger and rage and not processing it? So I know this is not a popular conversation. I say this and I do get a lot of lashback and I'm not undermining anything that's happening at all. However, I, I only know that to be the answer. I can't, there are, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the activist community, but still like there are people who can do that and that's that fight. But me, in terms of my spiritual perspective and what I know to be true, I know that that's the only way, the only way out. If we want a society that's honest, we have to be honest with ourselves and others. Yes, and I love that. One of the videos that you just posted said, you know, the only way out is in. The only way out is in. And, and it's so true because the revolution that we want starts inside. Yeah. And we want, the whole, we want to focus outside, world peace, world this, to hope that outside of us is going to change. But we can stay the same because we're good and we're not doing anything wrong, right. right? But that's not actually what's happening. Like, we have to, like you said, be that change. And I love just a couple things happen here. Lonnie mm -hmm. said, it's because we want to play the blame game. And, you know, world peace, he said, world peace is creating peace within yourself and around you. That's, Ooh, that's absolutely it. That's absolutely it. And Robert said, in addition to talking to each other, we must be willing to listen to each other for understanding instead of for listening to respond. And this is beautiful. It's something that we're going to practice in our groups. So what I want to do right now is transition to us into something different that we haven't done yet in any of these woke labs. Sheila is going to guide all of us through this incredible practice that she calls the quantum practice. It's the quantum self, right? Quantum leap. And making this quantum leap practice into our future. And I'm gonna, we're gonna do the practice all together as a group, okay? And then after we get out of the practice, we're gonna go into our breakout rooms and we're gonna have a conversation about this. And I'm gonna, just for those of you, okay? I'm just gonna give you guys a little challenge here. For those of you who don't want to do the breakout rooms. There's always five or six people who like pop out, right? Who'd like leave the thing. If you have to do that, fine. But this is what I want to tell you. Every single time we finish the breakout groups, and those of you who've been here know this, everyone says this, I felt nervous to do the breakout groups because I didn't want to talk and I'm so glad that I stayed. Anybody who's here, raise your hand if you had that experience, you know, in the past several times. I'm so glad that I stayed. So please stay, and if you feel like you don't wanna speak, you actually don't have to. Just stay in the breakout room and hold space. Do what Lonnie said, listening to one another. And you can pass, and you don't have to speak at all. You don't have to turn your camera on. You don't have to do anything that makes you uncomfortable, but be in this container with us, this container of love. So Sheila's gonna guide us through the practice, and then we're gonna go into our breakout rooms. And the reason I'm giving all this instruction up front 
is because I want to, I don't want to have too much heads, heady shit going on before we go into the breakout rooms. I want to do the practice. We come out and then boom, you guys go right in. And so this is the only other instruction, which I'll have in the chat box. You'll be in your breakout rooms. You'll be probably in groups of four. Okay. You're going to have about 14 or 15 minutes in the breakout groups together. And the topic that you're going to be discussing in the breakout groups is it's this exact thing that we talked about. As you go into this new normal of your life, this new normal that you're creating, what do you want to keep with you? And what do you want to leave behind? That is your prompt. And I'll type it in. So if you don't remember, don't worry, I'll type it in later. What do you want to leave with you? And what do you leave behind? And we have about 15 minutes in the group with four people that gives everybody three or four minutes to chat, but you want to try to keep it down to maybe two minutes each so you can all have time to discuss with each other at the end. So the way that I like to host my breakout groups are two minutes each. Somebody can keep track of time, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. And then at the end, you guys have six minutes to talk about all the beautiful things that have come up. And then we're going to come back together in the group and see what we found in the lab. All right. So Sheila, I'm giving you the awesome. floor unless you have anything else that you want me to add in there no that's it so this is just going to be it's it's going to be easy it's going to be light like a light meditation visualization that's what we're going to do it'll probably take be about seven or eight minutes um before i start um can you just write in the chat something that you really just if you could snap your fingers and change right now what would it be like just i just want to make sure that i'm on on, on the money with everything that i've written um, I like to cater the jumps to who's in the space. So like, if you could just snap your fingers, this would be perfect. Okay. And as okay. Sheila, I love how much racism is on our tongues right now with what's happening in the mm -hmm. world right now. Fear, yeah. growth mindset, injustice, racism, courage, more racism, healthy and loving relationships, human connection, end to police brutality, white capitalism, violence on black bodies, okay. humans prioritizing human lives. And one thing that I'd love to add, Sheila, um, before you begin, as you go through this visualization, just as in, to in open people a little bit more, some of us are not visual people. Okay, when we imagine. Okay. So if we say like, if I said, imagine a ocean, some people can imagine the ocean by seeing an image or a movie of the ocean in their minds. But there are actually six, I talk about this in my book, there's six ways that you can imagine. You can imagine with sight, meaning I say, imagine an ocean and you see an ocean. You can imagine with sound. I say, imagine an ocean, you hear an ocean. Imagine with smell. Imagine an ocean, you smell a margarita or a pina colada or sunscreen. Imagine the ocean, you taste, you can taste the salt air. Imagine the ocean, you have a sensation in your body so you feel cold or warm. Or imagine the ocean and it's a sentiment. So even though Sheila's gonna be guiding you through to visualize, don't feel like if you don't see it clearly that you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. You may have these different ways of imagining, so trust what arises and welcome anything, knowing everything that you see is exactly what you were supposed to see today. Yes, thank you for saying that, Justin, because yeah. Absolutely, um, Sheila. Okay, so it is a visualization, but there will be two points in the meditation. Well, one where 
you are asked to hear something. So just go with it as if, yes, say yes to everything that comes to you. So the idea with this, I did not create this method. Um, this is a method that I've been honing, that I've learned for maybe 10 years now. And so the idea is based on quantum theory, quantum mechanics, quantum physics, which says that there are unlimited dimensions and possibilities. So the story I like to start with is like one, one day I was at the museum and I was watching a, a movie about NASA and they were out exploring NASA, like, I mean, the space and they were telling us everything. And then like at the end, like as an aside, they were like, oh yeah, and by the way, these astronauts were telling us, yeah, well, we, we kind of like discovered this planet. It's like the same kind of size like Earth and it's the same similar distance away from its sun. Okay, bye. And I was like, wait a minute, what? So <laughs> you're just gonna leave it there? <laughs> and the film told us that there are, that we live in one planet, in one solar system, in one galaxy, in a universe that has billions of galaxies. Our universe doesn't have billions of stars. No, it has billions of galaxies. So that to me, this is like, who knows what could be out there? Like that, if that planet that was a similar size of Earth, like if a, if a planet is too close to its sun, the water, you need water mainly for Earth to survive. I mean, for life to survive. If the planet is too close to its sun, the water will evaporate. If the planet is too far from its sun, the water will freeze. So if that little planet could be out there and maybe sustaining life, well, why couldn't there be another version of me out there who's doing things that I supposedly can't? So it's literally that. It's just that it, we have, let's, even if it's, if it's just your imagination, just go with it, right? Even if it's not the quantum. But it's the idea that whatever I think I don't have, there's a quantum version of me that exists that has it. So there's a quantum version of me who doesn't even know what coronavirus is because it lives in a, in a world that doesn't have ever experienced it, ever. There's a version of me who decided to be a school teacher. Well, there's a version of me who's, oh, she's a famous actress and she has an Academy Award now. There's a, right? So it's really just opening up your mind that you can connect with your twin selves, which are you in other dimensions that have either answers, they have ideas, or they have energy that you need. So today what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and connect with our twin self who's in a world that's better, maybe, that you guys have put in the comments, things that matter to you. So we're going to go into a world where your twin self lives that's lit, okay, it's amazing. And I'm gonna allow you to connect with your twin self and merge energies with them. So that whatever energy it is that they have in that dimension that's causing them to have this alternate experience that you desire, you can take their energy out of the meditation and into this third dimensional reality. Does any of that make sense? I'm kind of nerdy science person, but I hope- I love, I, I love that we're both nerdy science-y like that. This is one of my favorite things. It's my Just favorite, I love- Dive in everybody. It's so cool. Okay, so I'm- Sheila, I just, I feel something in the space that I just want to name and have you talk to before we start. Oh yeah. I feel the, is this against my religion? Oh, what is this? Yeah, you're right. You're I right. feel it. I just feel it in the space. So can you speak to that for a second, please? No, absolutely not. This is not any particular re religion or dogma. It's, I mean, if you don't like to think about it on a metaphysical level, it's just an imagine, you're imagining. It's a daydream. I sometimes call it serious daydreaming. It's daydreaming with a purpose. That's lived if you, if you like that. It's just us, but if you like science, you can actually say it's us communicating in alternate realities. To me, I'm like, does it, does it work? Okay, we call it what you want. That's how I say it. But this does not correlate with any particular dogma or religion.
Um, one moment, I just need to drink water. Someone said, how often do you quantum meditate? So when I first uh, started, I was practicing and honing and figuring out like how to do it and what I like. I was doing jumps two or three times a day. And now I do many different types of meditation, but I jump. So now my jumps are quicker. So for example, if I'm cooking and I'm thinking about something like, dang, I just can't figure out what I want to, I'll just do a jump like while I'm cooking and I'll like, I, I, I can do it faster now. So, and also too, I didn't even know I was going to plan on saying this, but um, I did a quantum jump and I met my husband before I met my husband. I was in a, a domestic, a, a violent relationship at the time. I had no idea how this was going to happen. This person, I'm like, what? He's this and he's athletic, but he's not an athlete. He has locks. Well, he's artistic, but he's, that'll never happen. I'll never meet anybody. Like we don't even have to, we work from home. What? And that's just, just what, what I live right now. Um, I did a quantum jump to imagine my company, all of our retreats that we do. I always go into the quantum first to get information and guidance. It's really cool. I love Let's it. do it, girl. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. I'm ready. Yes, I'm like, okay. come on. I'm trying to meet my husband too. I'm going. I'm ready. <laughs> come on, quantum. Bring all right. It. So everybody just take a deep breath in and out. Yes. Okay. So you're going to just want to be seated, whatever is comfortable for you. Um, you can lightly close your eyes if you want. I recommend closing your eyes, but when I started, I had anxiety, so I didn't do that. So it's up to you. And just take a deep breath in and out. Once again, find yourself breathing normally. And in a moment, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and find yourself standing in front of a door as you are right now and allow yourself to know that on the other side of the door is going to be your twin self your quantum self beaming with unlimited potential and unlimited possibilities and they are expecting you and know that when you enter through the door on the other side, you will meet your twin self. I'm gonna to count to three, and on the count of three, I want you to find yourself on the other side of the door in the presence of your twin self. One, two, three. Now, if you get any images, if you get any sights, smells, sounds, just take it in. See if you can pick up on as much detail as possible on the life of your twin self. Maybe you can tell where they live, what city it is. Take a look around the surroundings of your twin self. Uh, does anyone else live there? You're exploring the living space of your twin self and oh, you pass by a mirror. You take a pause and you notice your stunning image in the mirror. You like the way you look. No, you love the way you look. You are healthy. You are strong from the inside out. You take care of your body and your body takes care of you. Take a moment to send and receive love for all that your body does for you. 
you continue on and you notice a very subtle distinction in the life of your twin self. In this life, you have a deep sense of peace, safety, and general well-being. You're just happy. Oh, your thoughts are interrupted by the sound of a news broadcast on the television. Look at the TV. You look forward to this broadcast because you always find out something new, something interesting or inspiring. The news is a place where you draw knowledge, inspiration and entertainment from your fellow citizens. Oh, it's an important announcement from the leader of the country. In this dimension, you sense immediately that you really admire this leader. This leader displays kindness and strength in a way that's unprecedented before in the country. This leader displays, displays hallmark characteristics of a great leader. They are compassionate, just, kind, while also being a pillar of strength for the community. You just know and feel that you live in a country that policy, that's policies reflect fair, kind, and prosperous people who value education, humanity, and peace. You feel safe and protected under the guidance of this leader. So listen closely and ask, what announcement does this leader have on the television for you today? Hmm, time passes so quickly and you feel so good you don't want this feeling to leave. But it dawns on you that the only difference between you and your twin self is their energy, the frequency, the vibration, the glow that emits from the inside out. So if you choose, you can merge energies with your twin self and take it back to you into your present third dimensional reality. If that sounds like something you choose, it's easy. All you do is stand, you and your twin self facing each other. And on the count of three, you both will take one step forward and merge into one. If you choose, take a step forward on the count of three. One, two, three. It's time to say goodbye to your twin self. Give thanks to your twin for this experience. Give thanks to yourself and give thanks to whatever higher power speaks to you. And know that your twin is always available for you if you need guidance. When you're ready, find yourself 
at the same door you came through at the beginning of this meditation. Now on the count of three, you're gonna find yourself on the other side, back in the present moment, energized, excited, and refreshed. One, two, three. This meditation is now complete. And if you wanna write anything down, if you feel like you saw anything, sometimes a all the time. I like to take notes to remember what I saw. If you want to do that real quick. Feel free to write something down and let's stay in this centered space. And I'm going to send you guys off into your breakout rooms. I want you to know, for those of you who are new to this, it's going to look for a second like you disconnect from Zoom. You haven't disconnected. Just stay where you are and it'll send you automatically into the new breakout room. And this is our discussion. First, obviously, feel free to discuss what came up for you in your quantum session and share that with your group. And then let that inspire you to remember what you want to keep with you as you move forward into this next dawn of society in your life and what you're leaving behind. You have 14 minutes. Here we go. So I'm waiting to see if I can find Sheila. There she is. Hey, girl. Welcome back. Okay, I wanted to say something. This is what's for my group, but this could be for everybody. They're asking, like, what are some good books you're reading right now? And I'm going to put it in the chat. It was, it's Becoming Supernatural. That's the name of the book by Joe Dispenza. It's so Joe Dispenza. That's a great book. There's this other book called Stay Woke. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we were talking about your book, by the way. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm you could get it anywhere. Um, Stay Woke. Oh, there's my mom. All mom I always know, chimes in with the sales pitch. You know how it goes. Thank you, mom. <laughs> Love it. I see you, Samzy. And who wrote the Stay Woke book? Uh, <laughs> Justin Michael <laughs> Williams. <laughs> That's so great. So, you know, one of the things, Sheila, that that I wrote about Sheila in, in my book, I quoted Sheila in the book, and something that oh, she yeah, said that is so fitting and important is that you know, we are the first generation of healers. A lot of us. You know, uh, for a lot of us, for a lot of us, especially for people getting the chance to talk about mental health and manifesting and bring all this life purpose and all these different things to the equation. We're really one of the first generations collectively to actually have the opportunity to even do something like this. So uh, what I'd like to do right now, uh, we're gonna end in about 20 minutes or so, just so you guys know. And what I'd like to do right now is open up for group discussion. Remember, if you come on the group discussion, you'll be recorded. You don't have to have your camera on. You can have it off or whatever, but it will be part of the recording. And um, I would love to hear any reflections, any thoughts, anything powerful that came up in your group that you want to share. Go ahead, Sheila. Where's Justin's book? I went to go look for it. I'm like, because you have your own shelf in my book thing. That's why. Really? Yeah, it wasn't with the other books. It's special. (laughs) It has a special shelf. I love it so much. Oh my gosh, you don't have to do this, Sheila. Yes, I do. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, Wendy and Claire are holding it up too. You guys are so sweet. All right, enough about me. Let's talk. I want to hear from y'all. So I would love to open up. You know what? I'm going to call on somebody because I see two people here in our community who I've been engaging with a lot online. Oh, I'm trying to see if I can find them. Did they disappear? Xavier and Brittany, are you guys here? Oh, I see you. Yes. Okay. I'm going to unmute you guys. 
Xavier, come back. <laughs> I'm unmuting you guys. And I am so excited to talk to you too because we've had so much time to engage together on Instagram. And here you are. I'm trying to unmute you, but it's not letting me. Can you unmute yourself? There we go. Hey, I would love to hear from you guys what your experience was like. It's so good to meet you like this live. Yeah, he went to go run and get your book. <laughs> so how was that for you guys? Are you talking referring to the quantum meditation or the breakout session? Or both? Either one, whatever you want to speak about. Yeah. Both amazing. Um, I really enjoyed the quantum meditation. I um, mean, just thinking about the fact that we have these alternate, or not alternate, these twin um, beings out there who are, you know, in a better situation or vibrating at a higher level than we are. And just having that exchange and being able to walk away with, with a new energy and to just imagine, you know, what their world is like and see what it's like and, and take a piece of that without feeling like we're really subtracting from them. So that was a very interesting um, meditation and something that I, I definitely want to do more of in the future. Yes. Beautiful. And what about for, you, Xavier? And for me, um, when I opened the door, it was the change I wanted to see. Mm. It was who I really wanted to be. I seen myself not living in fear, not living in that doubt, just walking in that untethered soul and just being able to be who I am and being free and being there for others. You know, everything I learned, especially inside your book and every book I read, um, I just teach, you know, each one teach one. And I love, yes. I love everything about this. So yes, even with the group, just meeting people from all over the, the world and just, it's amazing how we're all on quarantine, but we're still connected. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I really wow, love it's that. so beautiful. That's actually something that came up in our group with um, just what we're taking away from this, this, experiencing, this experience and how we've, I was just appreciating the innovative, um, the innovation that's been going on since, you know, COVID has happened and just thinking about how, you know, this has actually brought us together, communities of people who would have otherwise, you know, not have, you know, been on a live like this, which is, it's very, um, it's very valuable and necessary. And it, I think it took something like this for us to find, find this um, tool and this space of, of community for us to come together. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of good that came out of it. And yeah, just shout out to you all for putting us, putting this together. Oh, thank you too. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for sharing. So good to talk to you too. Love you guys. Who else wants to share? I see all the people doing this. If you'd like to share, go ahead and uh, unmute yourself and you can just start talking because I can't see everybody at the same time. So don't be afraid. Just unmute. If you feel afraid, you can raise your hand. Hi, Mariana. Hello. Hi. How are you, Jesse? Hey. Good. Amazing. I'm Mariana so has been in my community for like almost what a decade now, Mariana. We've been we've known you since the first Hello. event we came to. <laughs> yeah, almost. So, how what's up? How's it going? How how was it for you? What do you want to share? Um, I think that I want to thank you for this opportunity for this experience, which is it's great. And also, I met um, yes people from different backgrounds, 
uh, but we, we were all teachers in my group, so it was great. And, uh, and I think that there is something that, that they say already about the fear, that even though we are all different, we like suffer or have to deal with that. And so that's what it is. It <laughs> but is. yes, I saw also a, a better version of myself when I see my other self. So that was good. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Mariana. Okay. It's always so Bye -bye. good to see you. Much love. Somebody who hasn't talked, I'd love to hear you share about what you're bringing with you and what you're leaving behind in this new new normal that you've created. Does anybody else? I can unmute you if you want to raise your hand. Anybody want to share? I don't know if you can see me. Hello, can y'all hear me? Lonnie. Hi, Lonnie. Yes, oh. we can hear you. Hi. <laughs> hey. Uh, I, I just want to say that I actually got to put in the group with your mom and I felt special, so hey. <laughs> it is a special group. Really nice. My mom's in there. Yes, cool. Yes, that was beautiful. And um, for me, I mentioned that I wanted to keep uh, the new me, which has been inspired me. I do things afraid and I connect with my ancestors on everything and I honor myself. And one thing I didn't mention in my group that I've been, it's been an attention of mine is living with ease instead of like hurrying to do things and feeling forced and rushed and doing all of that that I've learned kind of in yoga. It's like move through yoga how you want to move through your day and that's with ease. And every day when I catch myself like trying to rush, I'm like, calm down. We're moving with ease. Yeah. That's how you want to move through life. And I'm leaving behind operating out of fear, jealousy, and comparing my journey to anybody else's. And the last thing I'm going to say that I really, the universe spirit be confirming shit for me every day. <laughs> I have been thinking about taking morning walks at 7 a.m. Your mother said, She's been taking morning walks at 7 a.m. And I'm like, okay, thank you, Spirit. I'm going to be taking That was the sign. You're like, I hear it. Got it. I hear it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you for that, Barbara. Thank you for all of this. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sheila. Y'all are the bomb. Thank you for sharing. You know, I love, and Sheila, I'd love for you to unmute yourself. And, and Lonnie, I, I, um, I love what you just said around the things that are staying with you, like your person who steps yeah. into the world and stands for what you believe in and living with ease yeah. and all of those amazing things. Like it's right there, you know? And I love Sheila, the way you guided us through this is so much about the energy that we want to be embodying and bringing with us yeah. as we go through this yeah. journey. So that's so important. So Lonnie, thank you so much for sharing with us. Sheila. Thank you, Lonnie. Do you want to call on the next person or does anybody else want to, uh, want to share? Maria. Oh, I hear somebody. Who is it? Can you hear? Uh, you, whoever that is, you have bad service. You have bad signal. So I'm going to let you fix that, and then you can try to come back. Mm -mm. Nope, it's not working. Oh, I <laughs> Maria. Maria, we'll bring you back, okay? So anybody else want to share? I'll share, and you know oh, I never hey, do mom. this. I, never I know you never do this. Okay, go oh. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Sheila, I don't know. You did something. So yes. thank you for that. Thank you for that. Because when I went through that door, I saw just like black walls. And at, at first, I thought, oh, you know. But this being that I felt, the energy I felt was great. And then I kept trying to force myself to see this lake with this, with this big porch, with this, and I was, I was trying to force myself to see that. I'm like, no, you, 
you're don't force that. It's okay that you see the black walls. I was sharing it with my group that oh. it was okay. I think it was meant for me to just not see anything so I could just feel the energy of this, mm-hmm. the being in this great energy that I was feeling within. And I just want to also add one thing. So awesome. I'll tell you, I always listen and, you know, always do it. And I almost, I told Justin, I almost dropped off right before the group, the small group yesterday, you know, when he was doing it, because I thought, oh, I don't want to do that. And I forced myself to stay on. And so everybody who stayed on, give us, give yourselves big hugs. If you're, yes. if that was fear for you, like me, I give myself a big hug and I'm so proud of myself that two days in a row now I stayed on and did the small group and I'm so thankful I did. Oh, thank you, mom. And you shared with the big group. You never did that. It's amazing. Yes, with no makeup too. Yes. (laughs) You did all of it. You know how much healing is happening now? Just having so much healing. Just that energy. I could just I almost feel like it's my mom now. (laughs) Sorry, Justin, you're gonna have to share. She could be everybody's mama. It's good. It's good. So Maria, I see that you're back. Thank you, Mom. Maria, I see that you're back. So I'm going to go ahead and see if we can hear you now. There we go. Hello, Maria. Yes. Hi. Hi, everybody. I just really wanted to thank you, Justin, so much for making this happen. And we were talking about the pandemic and what we've learned already, what has improved in our lives is the use of this technology. Mm. You were talking about that in your group? Um, no, I just, no, but I just wanted to comment on that just in terms yeah. of the vibration. I work with energy, with chakra energy, vibration of our voices, yeah. but it goes across the globe and it goes across time and space. Sheila, I loved your meditation. I've never done that meditation before. My issue lately that I've been kind of honing in on is scarcity. I I, my dream is for a world where there is no haves and have nots, regardless of color, regardless of anything. I want everyone to have equal access to education, to everything. And in that meditation, my twin self, the news was about vacation. And it was about someplace opening. That was the big news that the leader was saying there was a place that was opening. Everyone was going to be able to go there. No one was excluded. And that Mm. is, that is what I love so much. Um, And I just, yeah, I loved it. It was beautiful. Thank you, Maria. That's so interesting, Maria, because in my group, I was, the thing that I said, I said, well, I want to keep the hope. I love, what I love about being American is the hope. I love that idea that we dream big and you could start here and end up here and look at Justin and how he grew and look at him now. Like, I love that. I want to keep that. And I was like, I would love if I could take that, but somehow leave like the part where it kind of manifests into greed. Uh Or like that there's some like never ending hole that people are using other things to fill more and more and more. Like what if we could just be abundant and have abundance, but not need it all? Yes. Yes. I was like, that's where I would, that's where I would go to. Yes. Because for me personally, when I have a lot and I see someone else that doesn't, it sours it. I know I do feel some type of way from it anyway. So I don't understand. And that's because you're a good person with a good heart, you know, and, and this is where this work that we're all doing right now and the awareness that all of these leaders are doing is so important because 
it's it's anchoring people into their hearts. People are so based in fear. And like you said, so beautifully, Maria, scarcity, thinking that if you have more, then that means there's not going to be enough for me. Yeah. And that's what we're undoing. So thank you so much, Maria, for sharing. It means the absolute world. Thank you for being here with us. Anybody else want to share? Raise your hand. We got time for one or two more. Oh. Or just unmute yourselves. What about Ra? What about Ra? Ra, I, I see you. Start following me. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to do this. <laughs> so for me in my group, um, when I did the meditation, my higher self was in the nude. And so what I told the group was that for me, it didn't represent- Don't do that on this video in here today. <laughs> this ain't the kind of video we're doing. Listen, it just FYI. I'm <laughs> just kidding. It didn't represent physical nudity. It represented my transparency mm. and unafraid to show up as my authentic self, unapologetically, wow. without feeling judged, without feeling attacked, without feeling like my family wasn't going to get me or friends weren't going to get me, that it was okay and I was safe to show up that way. So it wasn't the, you know, the X, the X rated stuff, but it was the same. <laughs> nudity that I think a lot of us are afraid to tap into yes. so I come from a family with a religious background they're they're Christians and all of that so when I stepped into chakras and meditation they was like whoa and so it kind of made me be like "Ooh, okay maybe I should stop but I shouldn't yeah. I need to teach my family that it's okay for there to be multiple norms come on Rob. judge them they can stay on the same wavelength that they've been on and they can oh, Yes. Look at everybody. You see you see what you got everybody doing? We're all here. We're all here. One last thing. There was a woman in my group who said that um, she was having a difficult time with embracing who she was as a small, um, you know, petite woman uh, in the face of men who were bigger and stronger and more powerful than her. And so I wanted to remind her and I wanted to remind all women that femininity is a superpower. Here. We don't Amen. have to the, the energy of a man to feel whole we are who we are just the way we are and that is what balances off the scale so embrace your femininity and embrace your, your womanhood the world needs us we are the creators of life oh, absolutely so. hello that's what Mel, Mel, Mel said rod did not come here to play she did not rod no, did not come to play she came to a lot of things but not to play <laughs> <laughs> i love you both I, I just like, I just, I love you too, Ra. I just had this feeling of like, can't wait till we all get to be like in the same room together. Oh Can you guys gosh. imagine us all sitting in the same room right now? I, I was oh. saying just in this community, it's like so refreshing to be in here. Yeah. All of you. Yeah. It's so nice. Um, Demetrius. Uh -oh. <laughs> I, uh, hey brother, would you mind sharing hello. with us today? Hello. Hello. Yes. First of all, let me just say praise Ms. Ra because you just took the whole spirit to a whole nother level. Um, but that is just a blessing, you know, um, uh, there's no male energy without female energy, right? So our group, I, I can't say enough about Sharon and Kelsey. You know, when I came on to this meditation today, my, my heart was heavy about all the different things that's going on in the world today. And my group, we, we shared about, you know, raising biracial kids in a world like today. And, you know, one of the things that came about was just the fact that it's so important to be able to, to unite on this level. Because for me, meditation is the, is the key to eliminating racism or any ism because this is the one time that we tap into our humanness 
and, uh, and we doing it collectively. And so for me, this it was just so powerful and on time to be even selected with the, the individuals in my group. It spoke to my spirit, to what we were going, what I was going through today. I had such a heavy heart today. And being in that group, speaking to us with the Sharon and the CLC was just on time. The energy was there. Um, and uh, I thank you guys. I thank you so very much for being here. Thank you. Mm. So much love to Thank you, you brother. Yes. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you. So we're coming up on our time and I'm just, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling so much love right now. Right? I'm feeling so much, I'm like smiling and so much joy. And I hope those of you who've been having a rough couple of days, which I know many of us have, that this has been a moment for you to not ignore it but to see how we can move through it and how us actually coming together is really the medicine that we actually oh, it's, want. It's so, it's so urgent. So mm -hmm. urgent. Mm -hmm. Sheila, as we come to a close, I am wondering if there's any call to action that you want to share with this community of things that they can do, you know, as they leave to, first of all, continue on their journey of rebellious authenticity and creating the new normal after this quantum meditation and you know anything that you might want to share with them so they can continue engaging with you i know everybody on here is in love with you if they haven't been in love with you before <laughs> so how they can continue engaging with you in the future okay well if you like a little ratchet tree mixed with a little namaste and meditation and a little fun you can follow me on instagram at the sheila marie um, and my company's page is, uh, uh, already here because I know it's kind of, it's curvy, curly, conscious, and you can follow us on Instagram and follow what we're doing. We do retreats every summer. We just host a community of women that are really looking to live happier and healthier. And, um, in terms of keeping to create the, their new normal, I would say whatever practice grounds you, like keep doing that now and make that a priority for yourself because it might not be meditation for everybody, but whatever grounds you so that no matter like what's going on, because sometimes it looks crazy that we want to be like, we want to have an anchor in the sea and not just be flung about. Um, that's really like our best way through that. So that's what I would say. And I would say thank you to everybody who went on this little crazy journey with me today and tried something new and gave your time and energy. And my group was so sweet. And Justin, you are such a light. I hope you are giving yourself so much credit for creating this. And I hope this isn't, you have no idea. So thank you for having me. And I just wanted to say thank you. And I, I'm sending you all much, much, much love and hugs. Oh, Sheila, I love you. And you know, one of the things that I want to say- Oh yeah, I forgot to say my meditation mixtapes. I'm sorry, I always forget. Oh yes, that. Sheila does have meditation mixtapes and they're so good. It's on Spotify and everything. Just search for yeah, her Yeah, on all streaming platforms, if you just put in my name, it'll come up. There's one for yeah. teens, there's one for kids, and then there's one, the, the first one I wrote, which is a beginner's meditation mixtape. And I'll send this in, the, in our, um, email follow-up to you guys in about an hour that Sheila and I created a course together a couple of years ago uh, that's called 10 Steps to Self-Love. So if you're looking to dive into your self-love game a little bit more, and she actually leads the quantum meditation in the self-love course, um, you can access that. And it's a course that's a donation-based as well, because it was important to us that everybody has access to it 
no matter what your financial situation is and no matter what we're going through. I know we all believe that we deserve to have access to the information that we need to change our lives. So I'll send that to you guys. And, you know, in closing, I'm thinking right now of this story of Noah's Ark. And as we're going into this new dawn of who we are becoming as individuals and as who we are becoming as a collective, that going with what Sheila said in the beginning, we get to choose by going in. The way out, the way through is in. And so my prayer to you all during this time is that we take this moment of great disruption and great slowdown and we don't fight the flow and the current and try to speed up and figure out what we're gonna do, but we anchor deeply into this moment to ask the question, who do I wanna be? Mm. Who do I wanna be? And that is where all the doing comes from, is from that state of beingness, not from trying to do so that you can feel and be, it's the other way around. And you know, I think back to little Justin, like my little boy self, you know, and people always asking me, you know, how did you, how did you come out of that environment? How did you know? How did you do that? And the thing that I can really tell you guys and anchor into is it was around belief. It's around believing. My mom instilled that in me. My grandmother instilled that in me, believing that more is possible outside of your circumstances. And so the circumstances that you're in right now are not the circumstances that you are caged to. These circumstances will change and evolve as your vibration changes and evolves. And so my prayer is that you may wake up to the brilliance and the magic and the power that is your birthright, my brothers and sisters. I love you so much. Thank you for being here on The Woke Lab. Thank you, Sheila Marie, for joining us. And thank you for being a part of this conscious community. I love you all. Wow. You know, that episode was so powerful and important to me. And, you know, it really just brings me back to that question. Who is it that you want to be? When you close your eyes, anchor yourself, and take a breath and just exist, who do you see? Who do you want to be? And you know, I, I just love that saying that we happened upon in the session with Sheila, with Sheila that says, the way out is in, baby. The way out is in. And this is the gospel. Zeroing in on that vision for your life is what's going to allow you to move closer to being who you want to become. And it may not be a cakewalk. Okay, it may not be easy to change and transform everything about your life and create this new normal, but baby, it is worth it. And baby, you deserve it. And so if you are someone who has to relearn what it is that brings you the most joy, I encourage you to look inward. Take a risk. Hold space for yourself with so much love as you go into that deep awareness of who you are and bring it out into this physical world so that we can see you shine. So as you think about this life and decide how you're going to create a new space for yourself from which you can be moving forward, 
What are you leaving behind? What are you taking with you? And what quantum self are you going to consult with as you go on this journey? Don't be afraid to take a moment to go to that quantum space that Sheila guided us into. You can come back to this as many times as you want or just close your eyes and guide you there. I know you've been there many times before, but now you see how to do it with purpose and inspiration. And this quantum self that we're going to step into is the way that we're going to step into the quantum world that we all know can and should exist. I love you. I'm with you on this journey. And remember, we rise together. This is Justin Michael Williams signing out. And if you haven't done so already, I invite you to go to motivationforblackpeople.com and subscribe and put in your name and email address and we send a free weekly audio guide podcast to your inbox every week so you can be a part of this community and also know when our next Woke Lab episodes are coming out and other programs and community offerings that we have coming soon. We've got a lot of stuff in store for you and I love you and I thank you and I honor you. And I'll talk to you on the next podcast. Bye.